I just looked at the weather and I believe there's a storm a brewing. <laughs> <laughs> there are nine crows at nine o'clock. Nigh. <laughs> Nigh. <laughs> right. I say that every time. I believe there's a storm a brewing. Looks okay here. How, how does it look over where you are, Eric? Do you know? Uh, let me check He's got out. nothing. I'm just looking out the window. And it My weather app. You'll probably get this in about three hours, so you should be fine. Yeah, Are you in Hamilton, Joe? It looks fine. Yeah. So me and Eric are about the same. Well, although, sometimes <laughs> the mountains block it. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Yeah, it should be fine. I think I'm good. Storms here tend to be, they look bad on radar, and then they're just like, <laughs> nothing. I'm always disappointed. Yeah. I always want, like, lightning and thunder, and I get, like, one good flash of lightning. I suck. We had a good one here the other night. Oh yeah, really good one. Yeah, big thunderclaps. It was pretty good here. Yeah, it was like Tuesday night, I think. God, we're a bunch of old men talking about. That. <laughs> <laughs> had some good weather the other day. What's going on? We are talking yeah. about heavy metal albums from the eighties. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh yeah, the nineties. We moved on from that. Well, Anyone have any uh, any stories? Anything happened to you guys recently? I'm dealing with the worst gout I've ever had in my life. The worst oh. flare gout. Oh. oh, my dad would I, get gout. I, I got that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, yes. Uh, do you a, take al- 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 or are you? No, I probably should. You should. Uh, I I was taking uh, into Yeah. Um, that gave me on occasion whenever they problems. whenever I had a flare up and it would work okay, but there were times like we seriously. <laughs> I, I would be crawling oh into intensive care. Oh, yeah. Intensive and, care. Not intensive. Uh, uh, urgent care. Urgent care. Oh, okay. oh my yeah. God. I mean, I'd literally be crawling in there, and I'd be like, I need the shot that my podiatrist gives me. And they're like, yeah, we don't do that here. You need to go to your podiatrist. And I'm like, my podiatrist refuses to see me because I hadn't seen them in a year because I rarely have flare-ups. Yeah, me too. So, if, so yeah, if you, if you rarely have them, trust me, just get on the pill. Yes, it's a pill you take every day for the rest of your fucking life, but it you you still get a little tingle every once in a while, and that tingle's like a oh yeah, I remember how painful that shit used to be. Fuck you, asshole, and you move on with your life. <laughs> but you know, I, the, I mean, the pain is ungodly. So My I take it you're not drinking yeah. tonight, then. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but light light stuff. <laughs> that won't change it, dude. It's just swollen. It's purple yeah. at this point. Oof. Yeah. But it's gone. It's gone down. I've been on yeah. steroid for a few days. Mm. Our dad would get it, and he'd be in bed, like just moaning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <It's> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sheet moves on your foot wrong. <laughs> like, oh yeah. What the fuck? That sounds Stabbing. horrible. <laughs> I guess you guys couldn't have done yeah. what I did recently. Our our company did a uh, step challenge. Whoever mm. gets the most steps, you know, wins. Uh, if we don't have a flare-up, we could beat the fucking shit out of anyone on that thing. But as it starts like tingling, it's like, oh shit, I should probably stop moving. And if you keep moving, you're a dead motherfucker. Well, my my team came in. We were it was teams, right? And I was I was one of the crazy people that got like, you know, twenty thousand steps a day. Because um, I would get up at six in the morning and just walk on on my elliptical, and then I would then I would get off my elliptical and just walk back and forth in my office while I watch TV. Um, so I do that for like two hours in the morning and then I do it at night. So I would get like 20,000 steps a day. So my team was doing well and we were second place and then we moved into first place and it was like back and forth the last few days. 
And then last night of the competition, it was a Saturday and I, I stayed up, like I just walked for like six hours that day. <laughs> like two hours took a break, two hours took a break, two hours took a break. And I got 40,000 steps in a day. <laughs> and I went to bed and we were in first place and I was like, all right, no one's beating us, we're good. I woke up and a guy on the other team got 47,000 steps. Of course. And I was like, and you ended up in fourth. We ended up in second. We still got second. <laughs> but I was like, how the fuck did he get 47,000? He hasn't put any numbers up like that in the entire competition. Like the most he put up was like 18,000. So the guy's a friend of mine. So I texted him. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like late night vandalism. <laughs> he's like, I he was working for the cops. He said, almost. He said he went, he left his house in Rockville and he just started walking. <laughs> I just started running. <laughs> he just started walking and he's like, well, maybe I could get to DC. And he ended up in Adams, Morgan. What? And then he got wasted. And he, no, he ended up like stumbling into a Black <laughs> Lives Matter rally. And he was like, so he just like participated in that. And then he was like, all right, well, I'll just take a lift home. So, but yeah, I was like, man. He didn't even walk home. <laughs> yeah. That's pussy. Very, Fucking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> that is a very for- Did he make a speech at the rally? Because that would be very forced. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be. Yeah. He gets <laughs> accidentally pushed onto the stage. <laughs> What's your name, man? <laughs> When did you first fall in love with metal? I went to this record store and I was going to get the new Journey album. And there was like an older kid there and he's like, don't get that man, get this. And he gave me the Ozzy Osbourne Blizzard of Oz. Where else can these kids go where they come somewhere and they all feel a sense of, you know, this is our thing, you know? Let me tell you something about Slayer fans. They look like the extras from Lord of the Rings. They came out of nowhere under the ground. Yeah. The passion and the darkness. The evil of the music. You know what marriage is like? Marriage is like, you ever go to a concert and you see a mosh pit, and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna go get in that mosh pit. But then once you get in it, you're like, I do not want to be in this mosh pit. Who'd win in a wrestling match, Lemmy or God? Lemmy. Ah, God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Alrighty. Well, welcome back to Somewhere in Time podcast, everybody. Thanks. Somewhere <laughs> in Time. You're welcome. Somewhereintimepodcast.com is where you go to find us online. Get to all of our stuff there. Our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff. So um, so we're back. Uh, I'm Eric. We've got Tim here. Greetings. Joe is here. Hola. And uh, Keith is back. Keith was not with yeah. us last episode, but he's back now. Good to talk to you all one more time, guys. Yes, <laughs> yes. So we're back talking more 1990 albums. Uh, this episode, we're going to focus on Empire by Queenstrike, Souls of Black by Testament, and No Prayer for the Dying by Iron Maiden. So let's do it. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. We should start with Queensrack. You think? All right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we're not. We're not going on album sales. <laughs> yeah. All right. If we're going on album sales. Yeah. That's. <laughs> when did we care about that ever? Yeah. True. So let's play a well, little. That, uh, that's the. That is. Let's start with that. That is the main reason I felt like this was the right 
al- this was the right album to use for these for the three albums we're doing. You know, we're using yeah. two albums by two of the giants of the industry, two of the most important bands that exist within heavy metal and Queens that right. are not good albums. And then there's this album, which is I think considered like their enormous breakthrough that was going to change the world, and it, it did. Well, let's let's play a little bit of it. This is the opening track. Yeah. That's probably enough. <laughs> um, so, Queensryche is Jeff Tate, vocals and keyboards, apparently. Uh, Chris DeGarmo on guitar. Michael Wilton on rhythm guitar as well, I believe, or lead guitar. Yeah, rhythm guitar. Well, I think they both do leads. Yeah. At one point. Eddie Jackson on bass and Scott Rockenfield on drums. Rockenfield. That name sounds made up. <laughs> And the producer was Peter Collins and engineer James Barton. Um, sure Scott Rockenfield is also known as S Rock. <laughs> no, but that's that seems fitting. Yeah, yeah. it does. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there earlier, Keith. Um, but I don't know. Is this their breakthrough? I feel like Operation Mindcrime. I mean, Mindcrime was was. I mean, I believe that's the one that kind of gave them. They're a name. I mean, Rage for Order and Queen of the Reich or whatever it is. Those came no one out. Those. Nobody exactly. No <laughs> one even recognized. I mean, they had some fans, obviously, but it was like what? And then Operation Mindcrime came out. It was like, fuck, I need to listen to these guys. Then Empire came out, and I don't know if it was really the A and R of whoever, whatever label put this out, but these. I mean, fucking Silent Lucidity was getting airplay. Oh yeah, all over the goddamn place. Uh-huh. Reading some interviews, people were saw- saying it was like our generation's uh, comfortably numb, and it's like, who the fuck are you, and how could you? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's, it's a fight. It's a fight. It's it's a good song. I mean, yeah, I'm, not, very... I'm, not, I'm not. You know, if it was played on the radio once, I would yeah. be like, hey, all right, man, this is cool. I might exactly. want to check these guys out. But yep. I heard it eight fucking thousand times. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it is very Pink Floyd. Oh yeah. I wouldn't, I don't know, well, here's, here's the biggest thing. The biggest thing about down. these guys is like everything I, I mean, I've read was like these guys are progressive. You know, when I think progressive, I think Rush. I think Pink Floyd. I, I think you know, uh, what's it? Uh, King Crimson. Mm-hmm. I thought Rush a lot on this album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I actually sure. heard a lot of Maiden, yeah. but I really didn't hear like the you know when I think of progressive, I think like talent coming out of your ears, like the yeah, the. It's not uh, bad. It, and it's not the yeah. Where's the talent here? I mean, um, no, they're talented. It's just not a. I mean, it's, it's not progressive. You, There's mean, progressive like, elements, but it's not. No, do it's you mean not a talented element. like in their playing ability? They're, they're, yes, or exactly. Their like, like yeah, they're well it, in both. Like they're not doing like you know eight nine time signatures and no, playing no, in no. E no, sharp a, minor ninth or whatever. <laughs> <you know. laughs> this is a pretty straightforward rock and roll rock. band. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. maybe progressive. Elements. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't. I don't know. It didn't sound progressive to me at all. No, I I got like just rock, and then even some. I hate saying it, but even some glam in there on some songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the biggest thing. Like these guys, this was the final death of spandex. Like you watched all the videos, right? Uh, For all these songs. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Holy shit, Jeff Tate. Yeah. Why? <laughs> the fuck let him wear that shit? <laughs> <laughs> he had the mullet, didn't he? He had the he had the yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah. And then he's bald as shit right now. But. He's got yeah. a hell of a voice though. The dude that, he, that's the one thing I always said back in the day is Jeff Tate is the most talented vocalist in metal. That dude can sing. His voice is good, but it wears it wears on me. It does. It does, yeah. There's a I think it's the songwriting that wears on me. If he was singing <laughs> something else, I'd probably love it, but uh so we're kind of all over the place on what we think of this yeah, album. Let's, I mean, let's, let's, let's go. Let's yeah, go into a few tracks. This a little, yeah, right? I I didn't think it was that bad. I just mm. thought there was some stuff that definitely was skip worthy, and there's some stuff that was like that's not that's pretty good. You know, so I think yeah, the album can get through it. Sounds good. I yeah, mean, it sounds great. Really good. The bass yeah, comes through really good. well. It sounds so clean. I know. Yeah. Yeah, and I. So I don't know the the second half of the album. Any, sometimes you need a little bit of not good sounds to make it sound. Kind of, if it's if it sounds too perfect, it can take away from whatever edge you're trying to. Yeah. Have. Well, we'll yeah, get we'll get into true. some albums that don't sound very good. In a few <laughs> yeah, those are coming yeah. up. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. The second half of this album just didn't do it for me. It's exactly much. this was uh, right. background music, except for the very last song. Anybody listening? I mean, yes, that so is the, that was the best song on the album. Yes, yeah. I think so too. I, I yeah. love that. I'm not the one, only one th- saying that. I mean, yeah, I think definitely. Empire, Empire, I think might be the best. But the, when I when I was sitting there after listening to this, like while listening at work or whatever, that was the song that was stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. And that was when I was kind of like humming back and like, all right, yeah. We'll play a little bit of that one. Yes, we're talking about it. Which one? Anybody, Anybody listening? listening? Yeah. Which kind of became a hit later? I feel like. Did it years later? Right. I don't know. They released yeah. it in '92. Huh. But I feel oh, like really? I hear it more. Half this album came out in videos. I don't hear yeah. Silent Lucidity ever anymore. Well, I don't hear any of these songs. Ozzy's Boneyard still plays it. Yeah. Well, they play anybody listening. And in huh. yeah. Okay. Let me get to the hook. Yeah. Chorus. Get to the chorus, yeah. Do you notice that the guitar part is. There's a guitar part that's kind of the same as Silent Lucidity? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if it was a callback on purpose. Maybe. Yeah, so yeah, that's a good song. Oh yeah, I mean, there are good songs on this yeah. album. In fact, it's funny because another, not another rainy night, Jet City Woman, which is probably the biggest song that reminds me of Headbangers yeah. Ball ever. <laughs> totally, they played that <laughs> really? video so many yeah, times. They did. Holy yes. shit! Oh every God. week. Yeah, um, but I didn't, I didn't dislike it as much as I thought. Like I was like, oh, Jet City Woman, here we go. That's no, good. But it was actually it's, it's one, I, I know, my like, comment on that was it's not a bad tune, tune, but it definitely yeah. wasn't good enough for as much play as MTV gave it. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yes, it's it's another rainy night. I did not like. Uh, That's also overplayed. Like, yeah, and the the, the chorus is very Def Leppard sounding yeah. in that song. Well, there's me. a lot like of Def Leppard on very, this album. I think yeah. like that last half of the album is <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, no, no. Hand on heart. No, that's oh. terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> What'd you think of Resistance? I couldn't stand it. Oh, oh God, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, so it was, just, I it was boring. It sounded more 80s than 90s. It was just know? so cheesy. Yes, though. definitely. If you go to... Um, it was a lot of that. Yeah. On Hand on heart, uh, 
There's a bunch of Rush influence in that song, I thought. I wrote down 308. If you go to 308 on the song, it's... Oh, yeah. There's Roto Toms and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> That's Rush. Yeah. Yeah. Well, while we're talking about this song, let's listen to the chorus. Please. Terrible. Why would you do that to us? <laughs> <laughs> what part? The chorus. It just it sounds like it should be in like a an eighties like fighting movie. Like oh a, yeah. So, like a, not yeah. Karate Kid. It can't be as good as Karate Kid, like a Karate Kid ripoff. Like uh, No, the Karate Kid song is the first song. Kid too. Oh, uh, the best I can. Best I yeah. can. Yeah, that's right. totally an eighties montage. I think it song. sounds more like a a musical song that they turned into kind of a heavy rock song. <laughs> yeah, like you, the the guys just walking down the street singing that. It, song. it should yeah. be introducing yeah. the character. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do the best that I can. <laughs> I know. Great. Like, what? Yeah, what? the lyrics on this album were really can be very yeah. cheesy at times they're, yeah. they're really trying to be intellectual and artistic and it comes across very much that they're really really trying yeah yeah <laughs> well and another rainy night he says my takeout food is growing cold i couldn't believe that my takeout oh. food is growing cold oh, i can picture it in my head <laughs> like, like i got the chinese and you know i didn't eat like, it fast what? enough what <laughs> 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 the, well, Empire, I have the, like that's got some of the cheesiest lyrics of all time. Oh, but that is a great and song. The I mean, music's I, okay, but well, how ironic is it that he's talking about police funding? Yeah, I know, I thought I, that too. <laughs> uh, I ha- I've always hated that about the song, even before the <laughs> yeah. But I don't the understand the, 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 the comparison. Like the, so, we spend more on you know pol- yeah. space exploration to like rockets well, cost what? more, like, <laughs> what, and, then, and then it's just like on, on national defense. It's like. No yes. shit. Yeah. <laughs> they have <I> jet planes. <laughs> they have what is aircraft carriers. About? Police don't have those yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're working on it. But yeah, no kidding. But they're going to get them after they're already made, so it's still not going to cost as much. I got a little um, Bon Jovi vibe from the lyrics too, like the whole Johnny, you know, yeah. Johnny gonna do to this and all that. Like, uh, and then whatever the, Johnny uh, shows up in Chinatown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the um, the John. vocals, Stone. the like the lower register vocals reminded me of GNR, like like Mr. Uh, Brown, really? Mr. Brownstone type stuff. Like hmm. here, I'll play a little bit of that. Let me see. Yes. There it is. <laughs> At the cinema show. <laughs> Why is it always Johnny? And what is a cinema show? Worked at the cinema show? I don't know. This part here. Of course. Crack to the people who pay, guys. Yeah, I can see that. A little bit of action. Yeah. Like the lower register action stuff. 
it's not a bad song. Yeah, I like this. I think I, like this I think it's yeah. a great song. I yeah, will I like it. fucking sell you. Eat my dick. That is a <laughs> no. good fucking song. I like it. And I, I mean, I, especially listening to that and thinking about mind crime, it like could fit perfectly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, right yeah. into yeah. And I, you know, I, I silent lucidity. If like you were saying, Keith, if it hadn't been played eight million times, it's it's a well written song. It's not a bad yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. I do think it pulls from Pink Floyd a lot. A lot. Um, but it's not a bad song. It's just you know overplayed. It's, yeah. There's you know. a um a drum thing that happens in that song that I like it when drummers do this, but they don't do it very often. But they take a cue from the lyrics yes. and incorporate that into their drum fill. I like that too. Dave Lombardo does that on Mandatory Suicide, where he says. When he says raked by machine gun fire, he does a, just a simple drum roll, so it sounds like a machine gun. And Silent in the City, when he says the walls come tumbling down, and he does a little... Doop, 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 doop. Yeah. So it's oh, like yeah, things yeah, are tumbling down. That. Mm-hmm. That's at, uh, if you want to play it, it's at uh, 410 in Silent the City. The walls you built within come yeah, yeah. You guys hear it? That's it. Yeah. It's just cool. Yeah. It's something of those he probably went back and was like, oh, I'm going to little tumbling down mm-hmm. noise here. It's cool. Well, here's the one thing that, that I kind of felt, and it might be because of everything we listened to, but both a ra- Another Rainy Night and um, Best I Can, I got the Maiden Gallop. Hmm. You know, it, during the verses of those, it was just like, you know, I definitely heard the, you know, the stereotypical steve harris kind of beat going on there i did put i did my i made a note about another rainy night saying the verses are okay it's just the chorus is so cheesy i can play a little bit of that but yeah yeah listen oh yeah that is you're right yeah and you got the harmonizing guitars mm-hmm I don't need to listen to him that much. <laughs> I want to get to the chorus. That's uh, a big double vocal chorus. It's very Def Leppardy. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Big, big chorus. Yeah. Um, actually, Della Brown, I think, was my favorite song on the album. Well, that song was. Anybody I listening? It was, uh, but Della Brown, maybe a second. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's that was. Like uh, no. Hmm? No, you don't like I, it? I don't think he liked any of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> the album was very up and down for me. I thought it, I liked Della Brown because it wasn't. It didn't sound like Queensryche. Like it didn't. Yeah. Mm, I was surprised it was so it was early different. in the album. It seems like it should have been like track nine or something. Yeah. It was it's so kind of weird. It's kind of it soulful. Should have been track twelve on an eleven song it, album. Yeah, I like the. Uh, I don't know. I like the groove. Yeah. Yeah, they sort of start digging into that whole thing towards the end of the song. It's sort of. Yeah. Yeah, I dug that song. I think that was number three for me. 
Hmm. It's got some Pink Floyd stuff going on. Well, the real crux of what we really need to listen to. Thin Red Line. Oh, my God. Five Minute Mark. <laughs> yes. Oh, the, the horns? What is Roll going on? That. <laughs> yeah. oh, what the, I, I made a note about that. I made a note about <laughs> that, too. My next says, at the five minute mark. Yeah. Sound like Casio horns. I know. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely a keyboard. A keyboard is oh, definitely yeah. doing that. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, have you seen La La Land? <laughs> you know what he ends up doing? <laughs> I actually haven't. Like That's it, right? That yeah. was it, right? Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, that was uh, Why? I mean, holy <laughs> That's crap. horrible. I mean, is that what was supposed to be progressive? Uh, I don't know. know. Maybe. I mean, I even. I mean, that shit. That tone. Everything that sounds like sounds like the Brecker brothers. You guys don't know who those uh, those guys are. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, they're they're uh, fusion jazz guys. Um, oh. Okay. But that sounds exactly like them. And I even listened to the Brecker brothers. But that fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't I mean, need to be there either. There's no point mm-hmm. to it. It doesn't. That's like, not yeah. a purpose. It's just like, why is this happening? What's going on? <laughs> right. Why'd the you song, put this The song here? is actually not that bad. And then yeah, you get to that point. Sh- yeah, and you're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, on the second track. I mean, yeah, that's I another know. thing. It's just like, you know, right, this, you're like right in the crux. Yeah. They're like, just, oh man, I gotta, I mean, it's it's quite possible that people went out, bought that album, got there and stopped. Yeah. <laughs> just like, never like, made it <laughs> a silent <laughs> lucidity. They didn't even know that that song existed until the video came out. And then they yeah. went back and listened to it. <laughs> it's entirely possible. <laughs> they just fucking threw the tape right out of their car. Yeah, like, just <laughs> checked. What was that? <laughs> that is definitely something. There's no any, way any of have us sex to done. a woman while listening to that. I, I could have I seen any of us doing that in, on an album. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The fuck is this? <laughs> I want to so read a quote. Th- this quote from a review from someone named Adrian Berg. Adrian Begrand, um, he did a review of their 20th anniversary edition of this album back in oh. 2010. Mm-hmm. And this, we were, I, I was trying to find it when we were talking about Jet City Woman, I, but um, he, specifically about Jet City Woman, he says, Jet City Woman is an inspired single, a straight-ahead hard rocker that over, overcomes the band's oddly effeminate backing vocals, strange <laughs> letdown after a master, masterful ascending pre-chorus, which I think is true because – the first time I ever heard that song, I was like, this isn't bad, but then they get to that chorus and it's just so, I don't know. It's, it's not, it's not Def Leppard. It's just, it's oddly effeminate, I guess. Yeah. I guess uh, the uh, that I would say is one of the things that shows Jeff Tate, Jeff Tate's range. Mm-hmm. And the, that's, I'd say the big thing about him is the guy had range. The guy had a lot of talent and unfortunately he demanded to use all of it. Instead right. of holding back in some places, yeah. it's like you know, maybe that's what I, side I, projects are for. I don't know. I, for me, I, right. like the one thing I commented at the end of this is just like I, I, I love Mind Crime. I am always going to love Mind Crime. To me, that is the best you know concept concept album there is. But this band, I think, took themselves way too seriously. Mm-hmm. And and you know they're fucking nerds, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know the um, the, um, the edition. I don't know if it's that same edition that you're talking about, but there's a, a, a bonus 
edition that has like three bonus tracks. Oh, oh yeah. Three, three yeah, bonus yeah, tracks. Yeah. And yeah. two of the three Over. were, well, the, the, the two yeah. that they wrote, I think, they wrote them. Those yeah. I think should have been on the album. Yeah. They were good. I, I like them better than no. A lot of <laughs> really? I, oh, I did not like, didn't like them. any of them. No, I I didn't. No. Yeah, the Scarborough like Fair, like oh, I couldn't believe Scarborough Fair is hilarious. Wow. I couldn't believe they it, did it's that. Just yeah. like, oh my god, I know. that was, was pointless. Was like, am I in medieval times? What is going on right yeah, now? Exactly. That was not good. <laughs> it was. It felt like some jack off was like at an Irish bar. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna play this song now. And then he got his shit beaten out of him, like in the back alley. I was listening to my car, and it popped up on the screen. And there's no music right away, and I'm like, they're not really going to cover this fucking song, are they? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my yep. god. You <laughs> Renfair fucking oh, nerds, artistic man. they are. Come oh, on. <laughs> they're going to go LARPing after the concert. <laughs> oh, all right. I only listen to the whole thing. No. So you liked Last Time in Paris? I like that song. I, the other it. song is kind of. I mean, it's that that one's not as good, but the Paris song, yeah, Paris yeah. song, I liked. I thought the drums were good on that song, but I didn't. I think that was the only redeeming quality. The drums are good on the entire album. Well, yeah, he's a good drummer. Yeah, he's really good. They're all I very thought, good musicians. Well, I yeah. wouldn't say the bassist is. He's I think he's fine. He's serviceable. He's yeah, I mean, he he does what he needs to do. He's not bad. I I did I <laughs> I think he had a good rapport with the drummer though. I think they they were yeah, they they, they sound pretty together. tight. Yeah, I think they like yeah. he wasn't just following the guitar. He was doing a lot of stuff no, with the no. bass drum and stuff like that. So we <clears throat> I do think they had a good rhythm section going on. We have to discuss like, this album cover though, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on there? Eight bit it looks graphics. Like, yeah. It looks like a uh a thumbnail that they just made huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it was well. a mistake at first. I was like, "This must be the wrong file or something," because this this is wrong. Yeah, horrible. It's like compressed or something. Yeah, no, that's how it's, it's supposed to be. Hey, it's the '90s, you know. No, <laughs> or the yeah, digital. That was that digital. was new and interesting <laughs> in 1990. <laughs> no, that never caught on. I guess <laughs> one of the reviews read it. I, I read it, it. It looks more like it should be on Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it's all pixelated. Like why couldn't? Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's yeah. that's what confused me. I was like, "Is this supposed to be like that?" I bet one of the and guys yeah, sure did it on his new. <laughs> that could be Apple computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's possible. Chris DeGarmo playing around on his <laughs> Mac. He had, yeah, I, I mean, he had Corel Considering draw. the, he's definitely uh, a Mac user. Chris DeGarmo. <laughs> <laughs> I think a Mac would look better though. Considering how arrogant I think these guys were. I, I bet that's exactly what happened. Like, look what I did. Yeah. Oh, it says so much about the album. <laughs> they wouldn't have so much enthusiasm. Awesome. They, they would just be like, they, they probably all talk like Spock. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with this album cover. I believe we it's quite logical. <laughs> Made it on my expresses. <laughs> Made it on my Apple. soul of our band. Macintosh computer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So should we grade this thing? Let's grade it. I'm going to give it a C because it's got some good songs and it's got a lot of bad songs. Average. Yeah, I think C plus. C plus. Uh, C minus for me. Yeah. 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 It's It's, it's probably good, but it's not. I changed mine. C minus. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot forgot about those. I'm going to go C plus. I mean, I just think that the two tracks of Empire and... 
whatever the fuck the last name of the <laughs> anybody <laughs> listening is there anybody listening those two yeah. alone bring it up yeah. far enough I, to me to give me a, a C plus yeah I agree I thought, I thought the good even Del Bron- I'm gonna go B minus just oh, it, no. it's got it's got good tracks it's just got mm. a lot of all right fuck you <laughs> it's fine. It's still, it still averages it's, out to a C, probably. So it's fine. Yeah, probably. It's surprising <laughs> that this is. I mean, we talked about this, but this is surprising. This is the follow-up to Mind Crime. Yeah. I mean, it's so different. What? Yes. The what? You mean the the songwriting? Yeah. Just overall, it's a completely different album. Stylistically, it, and time out, time out, time out, and a lot of money, uh, yeah, though. yeah. Uh, both of these albums were completely different than I think probably everything else they came up with because. Everything yeah. else they did sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you name another Queen Strike album besides? I mean, I know you can't. Have the right, easy. Rage. Operation Mindcrime Order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got. It. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Promised Land is another one. Yeah. See, I couldn't. I mean, yeah, I could do the part two thing, but I they pretty much I can't think of a. They didn't. You know, they didn't really do anything after this album. I'm like, uh, they didn't. They I know, obviously we don't know their they, albums. They, but they got into fights, and then yeah. was it was yeah. an end fighting that doomed them? I think, uh, so. I think so. It was another one of the, it was well the whole Jeff Tate Jeff situation Tate. was another. It took a while though. Oh yeah, that happened in you know mid two thousands. You, you know, I think. no, I you could you could have foreseen yeah. this. Like we probably all not, in our heart of hearts knew by looking at them that they were going to have issues because they all took way too much great care of their hair. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that is the one thing. Chris uh, DeGarmo was it? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. is was pretty much the guy who wrote. Had his hand in writing everything right. up until when he quit the band in the late nineties, and after he left, I mean, I've heard really good things about um, the Todd Latora or something like that, the Todd's new vocalist. Cool. I've, I've had, I've heard good things, and I've seen him interviewed on you know when he was on the that metal show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not yet even bothered listening. To anything the Queen's Rake has no, done in the last, uh, you know, Todd no. Latoria, Todd Latoria, yeah, I've heard good things about him, and that you know, really after he came back, it really got them back up on their feet, and they've—I mean, let's face it—they're still touring consistently, and still, I don't know how they're doing their sales, but the fact that they're still out on the road is something to mm-hmm. at least nod your head to, yeah. Oh, Jeff Tate tours and does Queensryche stuff. No, uh, he uh, that was the thing. Part of him leaving the band is he was allowed to use the name Queensryche up until I believe it was like 2014. Hmm. And so then he did a farewell Queensryche tour starring Jeff Tate, where he, of course, was the only Queensryche member I, in the band. I thought I read he was going to do like a 30th anniversary Empire. Yeah, I read that too. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he. I did, guarantee you, the yeah, lawyers had to have been involved if if they were going to let him do that. Because so. yeah. the one thing that I, in the in him leaving the band, he got full rights to play the entirety of Operation Mindcrime, and the rest of the band, I believe, isn't allowed to play anything off that album. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, it's like why so the fuck would you go what's to the that point? Channel? Both, yeah, that's, <laughs> both uh, Jeff Tate and the and the actual remaining band were uh, they had a injunction there was an injunction filed and then it, there was a time where they could both use the name until yes a, a court decided wh- what ended up was you know who's gonna have the rights to it um and then the actual band got the rights obviously because yeah wasn't that jeff tate's queen strike for a while too yes that's the whole thing yeah. he was allowed to associate with the name 
for like two years after that injunction. And like, so towards the end of that, he came up with the farewell tour for Queensryche starring Jeff Tate. Mm. <laughs> and of course, Queensryche still existed. Yeah, that's it's not just interesting you know. at all. <laughs> Does he not have enough confidence in his own name that he could have just oh, done out as Jeff Tate and knowing he could still play those songs? Just like all uh, those singles. Let, let's face it. Rob let's Halford face it, did, I'm sure. And yeah. Ozzy does with Black Sabbath still. And Yeah. Who knows? Nerds. We should move on to Testament. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's, let's oh, talk yeah. about uh, Souls of Black by Testament. I'll play a little bit of the opening track going into the... the uh, face in the Sky. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. Ugh. Yep. good song yeah it's a good song um, yeah so let's see band members chuck billy on vocals eric peterson guitar alex skolnick guitar greg christian bass and louis clemente on the drums um produced by michael rosen you might have noticed it's a different producer yeah unfortunately and when your fourth like album poop. is the worst sounding album of the first four that's bad <laughs> that's not a good yeah. sign yeah. Oh, that guitar tone is just terrible. Oh, the bass is all so farty. It's oh. just the snare is not existent. And there's no cymbals. Like the cymbals sound like yeah. they're being choked every single time. <laughs> God, it's awful. No resonance whatsoever. Which awful. sucks because there's a lot of good songs in this album that yeah. would have been salvaged by good production. Absolutely. They would have been more gooder. More gooder. <laughs> yeah. I haven't listened to this album in, in its entirety in probably like 15 years. I think. Wow. It's, it's been a while. Um, I like Testament a lot, but I don't listen to this album a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. this is not a good. And thing. no, and it's also the follow-up to like one of their best albums. So, or one of their better albums, anyway. Um, well, it's weird too because it was these are so a lot of these songs are older. These really? are songs that were written. Apparently, that's what I read. The songs, a lot of the songs, the are just kind of the, leftover. Legacy was the first song they ever wrote. I heard. Yeah, and then like I'm not sure which, but some of these riffs and some of these songs were written. They kind of polished them off. It's almost like that, I feel like shit deja vu thing where it's like, well, we get these older songs and we need to go out on tour. So here. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's weird if that's the case, because it's like, this isn't really the new album. It's like this weird thing. that's not necessarily. I thought, yeah. yeah. I thought Malpractice had an old school Testament feel to it. It sounds like over the, one of them sounds like over the wall. Yeah. One sounds like into the pit also. Yeah. It might be that one. Let me see. It's like it's lower over the wall there. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to the intro to that too. It sounds new order too. Yeah. 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 I definitely got an older Testament feel for this song. It's a very thrashy and yeah. 
you wanted to hear the beginning of this one? Yeah. Didn't you? Because listen to the bass right before the like. There's that little intro part where he's the where the drums and the bass are together. Mm-hmm. But then um, he does two little notes at the end for no reason, and I just noticed it today for the first time, and I was like, why did he do that? <laughs> listen. <laughs> hear that <laughs> yeah that, yeah why did he do that <laughs> i don't know it's so stupid sounding <laughs> <laughs> he's following the guitar yeah but yeah. not until those last two notes before it starts right. over yeah that's a weird i don't know and uh, right. try to be different but the lyrics i don't know what they're talking about uh, well that's one thing i want to bring up because i mean you throw in new order you throw in practice what you preach I can sing along even today with almost the entirety of all their first three albums. I would really say, you know, I think Eric, you kind of mentioned it, you know, this one will and can never live up to how incredible like their streak was going. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, I mean, really like looking at it, this isn't a bad album. This is actually a good album. It's just yeah, not really good. You know, I mean, the songs you can you can rock out to, and I mean, like like malpractice. I dug. I loved yeah. uh, love to hate. Mm-hmm. Absence mm-hmm. of light. But uh, you know, nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those songs. <laughs> I totally forgot that they existed. I didn't yes, forget malpractice, too. but exactly. It's just like, oh yeah, okay. Like, yeah. I, like all, yeah. I'd hear a rhythm. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I know this song, and then I'd be like. The hell is the name of the song? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have to look for well, it. Yeah, the, you know the thing. The, the album has kind of very few standout parts. It's yeah, very right. much just thrash testament. Not even thrash, really. The, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, they kind of all bleed together except for the the ballad one, and then mm-hmm. uh, Souls of Black. I think Souls of Black. Yeah. Well, and of course the ballad. I mean, that is. We should, I guess we I can't mean, say the ballad. See, with I wonder if bands. they got pissed off. Exactly. I wonder if they get pissed off because they, you know, pretty much were the band that perfected that earlier on, and this one just sucks compared to the other ones that exist. I like that song. No, mm-hmm. I think the legacy is is quite good. But the redo versions especially, of especially all the, three are way better on that live album. I don't know. Well, both of those albums were the last two albums I bought day of release, and <laughs> that's why I will never buy anything. Which, the, this and... Um, the Souls of Black and... The Ritual? And, no, The Ritual, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't dislike the ritual. Everyone shits no, on the ritual. I, I like. I don't album. like it that much. I like it. I, it's. I think it's low points. I mean, this one. I mean, seriously, there's not really much of a low point here. I mean, all the songs are, are pretty solid. I mean, it's 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 just nothing's yeah. really standing out. It's it's it's, the it's a solid B minus. I can tell you, know? you the low point for me that I noticed this time more than well, what I think it is is the all drumming right. is fucking terrible. Yes. Well, the drumming's always been. Yeah. But it's really prominent on this because exactly. it really needed a thrash drummer and not a lazy yeah. ass. And that's, what, yeah. that's all he is. Something happened to him. There's something. Is it absence of light where it's uh, it, where really fast? And, and, <laughs> I think he got into a relationship. Well, yeah, but is it – Tim, maybe <laughs> you can help me. Um, there's, a, there's a song where – I think it's absence of light where there's, a, there's two times that, that he does breaks, the, the band breaks, and all he does is like a hi-hat. Oh yeah, well, he, do you mean where he goes like? There's one where he goes. Bruch, bruch. It's just a drum fill, like. No, he doesn't even do that. He oh just, no, he just does a he does a count right. Terrible. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, maybe it's love to hate. I think it is love to hate. It's either that or one man's fate. One of the two. I I said one man's fate was a terrible drum song. It might have been that one. Probably the drums are so predictable and boring on that song. 
Which one is this? This is Love to Hate. The Preacher! No, wait. <laughs> Go back. He talked over it. The part where he does it. That sounds like Over the Wall, too, I think. Yeah, it does. Is that what we're talking about? Like, don't do anything or do a fill. Right. You should probably do a fill, but... This is um, a good example of having a good vocalist and uh, having that help you. <laughs> oh, and a good and a good lead guitar player, by the way. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> without those two guys, uh, good yeah, one of the best. Yeah, it's, this album would be just there were terrible there were a lot of points. Well, there were some times where I could t- tell Chuck Billy was like not able to even help the song. He was trying to do something, <laughs> right? <It> was <laughs> barely working. And Alex Skolnick was in a he was kind of in auto mode. It's you know like none of the solos yeah. are very standout, but they're very good at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. can tell I he's kind of were, doing his licks. There were two solos that stood out to me. Uh, the solo on "Absence of Light" was really cool. I thought I'll play that. Uh, let me find it. Just the way it starts is really cool. That is cool. Anyway, Seven Days of May was the other one that had the cool uh, guitar solo, I thought. I can play a little bit of that. That right there. That guitar harmony is really hard to pull off what they just did because <laughs> they were doing like crazy scales, but they were harmonizing it. It's really good. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that was, I was sure that was Skolnick doing both parts, but you never know. Probably. Um, How often do they go? Oh, I know. Good Lord. Every song. And the drums are doing the thing that Navi was talking about following the riff. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Peterson. had to pull yeah, to tell us that. Oh, didn't the it? Seven Days of May is I, I like the song, but um, in the lyrics, you know, they're talking. It's about Tiananmen Square, I, I would imagine, right? Yeah, yeah. So correct. The most of the lyrics are actually like I'd say they're eighty percent good, but then there's some lines in it that are just so stupid. Like he's a dead soul, <laughs> like you and me, just trying to fight for society. <laughs> it comes back to these very juvenile rhymes well <laughs> i mean are you sure that all of it because it could be about the book uh, I, the, i'm pretty sure it's tiananmen square well i mean it could but uh, one way or another i just need to at least mention that you know the book seven days of may co-written by fletcher knabel um, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> i mean may, maybe you pronounce it nebel like like my side of the family did but um you know i'm related to him <laughs> oh, are you really? 
Yes. Oh, nice. So it's it. You know, it came out in the uh, early '60s. It's a political thriller. You, know. <laughs> you should pick so it up and read it. This should be your favorite song on the album. By Fletcher <laughs> Neville. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it, I like it. It's, it's definitely good. And, it's uh, the only song with double bass. And really? uh, Fletcher Neville wrote a book called well, there you Seven go. Days of May. There you go. Yeah, it's the only song with double bass on the entire album. Which is a That's big problem for this album. It needs, it needs <laughs> It's a, a big lot. problem for any song, pretty much, in this <laughs> era. Of, of, yeah. We haven't talked about probably the best song on the album which is soul of black right i mean well before we do that let's let's talk because joe i think you sent something to us about a, a different way it was played yeah yeah I'm i sure mean we'll, what about i mean yeah. do you guys have the uh the release for what was it uh, formation of damnation uh came out with a an extra disc and holy shit it has you know the band playing uh new order practice what you preach and souls of black wait that's and the Bass fucking version on that is blows my mind. Wait, what's that? Which are you talking about? Their uh, cover album they did? No, 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 the, no. They have, did. It's uh, there was this, there was an extra disc disc that came out. Yes, when I they went. I don't have the bonus well, one. I have. Well, let me pull it out here because I have it. Formation of Damnation, uh, the deluxe tour edition. Oh. came with. I don't have that. It's, oh, it's a- motherfuck you, Eric! <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of CDs lately. Quite frankly, but. Came out with this extra special one. The bonus tracks were New Order, Practice What You Preach, and Souls of Black. And the version of Souls of Black on this, the intro of it... It's not the same as the one we're going to listen to, is it? I don't know. I didn't get a chance to listen to that because he just sent oh, it wait. today. I think I might have it. Hold on. Let me see. I have the autographed insert. Oh. Oh. <laughs> see if you can find bonus disc. Yeah. Oh. I don't have that. Don't is this think. it? Let me see. Yes. Wait, this sounds. That is it. Oh, it's a little jazzier. Who's playing that? I don't know. That's who I thought it was. Who is it? Oh, it could have been. No, it's not. Who it is? <laughs> was Zach Wild playing on it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Oh, it's live. Yes. That's good. Yeah, that was exactly like when we started listening to this album again. I'm like, something's missing there. And I pulled this one out and was just like, God, yeah. I wish. Yeah. And then, and listen, this version of that song is just slower. It's got a thick groove to it. It's and got, yeah. Production. I think you're like the yeah. rock band two version. Yeah. That yeah. Was I'll play that too. too. Cause yeah, that's that was fucking awesome. It just makes you wish they had gone back and 
re-recorded the entire album. Yes. <laughs> God damn. What was could that, have been? Was this version released anywhere? Rock Band Rock 2. Rock Band 2. I mean, I don't... That's the only place I've... I've never seen it on a... You know, like a music store. No. This was from 2008, so when was your CD, Keith? Uh, it would have been... That was like 2015, wasn't it? Oh, so that was... 2010. Oh, wow. It might have been the same same lineup doing it. Because it sounds a lot alike. It could have been. Yeah, this... this, The bonus disc was performed in Alcatraz in spring of 08. Okay. MTV on air, Artist of the Week. (laughs) Breakthrough Artist of the Week. so frustrating. Yeah, it's... I mean, it, it's very frustrating because, you know, like we yeah. said, this album is not bad. No. If the production was better, and if the musicianship was a little better on the drum, well, the drummer, not not everyone else. It's just the drummer. <laughs> it's just the drummer, yeah. <laughs> if the drummer had been better. If you go to, better. Uh, yeah, go to two, two minutes, 40 seconds and following fast, it just is a good example of how muddy things get because that, that's where the solo is. Right. Like the solo sounds great, but everything else is just gone. Yeah. Like, what's the main riff there? Well, it was produced by Michael Rosen, and he doesn't even have a red link on Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) He has nothing. (laughs) Yeah. So he might have just he could have just been some buddy of theirs. Yeah, but what else man. did he do? He, we talked about him before. I don't think he did so. Something else. Did no, we, we didn't yeah, talk he about did. him. I can swear yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. No, ah, damn it. He did something else. I know that because we talked about him before. I know. I, yeah, I don't did. remember what album it was, but we did talk about him. The other album he did, I thought, sounded like shit as well. Yeah, I think we weren't very impressed with that one either. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to find. Let's see. Let's see what it says. He's, a, he's a Grammy-winning producer. What? <laughs> He's worked with Death Angel, it says. T- uh, oh, Journey. he did Frolic to the Park. Okay. Huh. That's not a great selling well, that, album either. No, it's not <laughs> as bad as this, but it's... <laughs> yeah. But it says he worked with Journey. AFI, those bands tend to have... Tesla, they tend to have some good sounding albums. Santana. Yeah. Huh. He did Mordred. So maybe this is more of, about. like, I'll be your producer, but here's, uh, here's my nephew, Bob. He's going to work <laughs> with you. Yeah, you know he also he also did a Flotsam and Jetsam album from this year or from 1990, uh, when the storm comes down. Which oh maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That one didn't sound very good either. Wasn't that had a huge snare? I think didn't it? Wait, he did Twisted in the Form. That's what that's what I was gonna say. I thought he did Forbidden. Somehow he managed to do a good job. Remember, Craig said he didn't really do a whole lot though. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, he was there, but mm." they kind of did it. Yeah, he wasn't all that into it. Okay. Well, this album, the Testament album, says that would produced explain by, a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it says produced by Michael Rosen and Testament. So yeah. maybe it was the same situation. 
And it was a rust job too. Like they wanted to get out on tour. Yes. Get, get out and do the priest tour and. Yeah. Well, this was Clash of the Titans. Oh, no, Clash of the Titans yeah, because yeah. that's a big when the day after the Clash of the Titans show came around. You know, my brother's friend Jeff Copeland, you know, showed up wearing his brand new Testament shirt, which was the malpractice shirt. You guys, oh. you guys remember that one? What? Yeah, I the, yeah. Remember, yeah. Like the guy on the thing, the heart yeah, the, uh, nurse pulled oh, out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that and <laughs> fell in love. That was like, like, oh, I need to own it, and I knew there was no way in hell my <laughs> mother would shirt. let me own that shirt, so I bought it yeah. at Hong Kong, and. Uh, you, you, you please tell me, Ford boys, you guys know what Hong Kong is, right? No, does not sound familiar. Maybe yeah, you. you what, what, it, where was the mall? Still, it was Springfield oh, Mall. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Of course, it was the yeah, uh, that was our precursor to trip. What's what's the thing called now? Hot topic. Hot topic. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Way more, yeah that's well, except that's it cooler. was just one store that it was, was not corporate bullshit. Yeah. That's where I got my metal up your ass shirt that my mom made me take back. Yes, that's so metal. I got some Metallica shirts there. Oh my god! Mom, yeah, well, yeah, I got I got my malpractice shirt there, but I knew my my mother would never ever let me wear it, so I'd have to like wear two shirts. Maybe that's why I wore it out of the house. Keith wore it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I got that shirt, and my dad was with me, and he's like, "I don't think your mother's gonna like that." <laughs> he's like, "You can go ahead and buy it, but I don't think your mother's gonna like that." That's and we went cool home. That he let like, do Dad, it, it's not a it's not a gift. It's for me. <laughs> <laughs> And when we were sitting at the table, at the dinner table, my mom's like, what does that shirt say on the back of it? And I was oh like, uh, God. and it's metal up your ass. And she's like, you're taking that back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did they actually let you return it? I I guess. I don't remember. <laughs> should have just done what They must have, because I never owned it. shirt over your shirt. Yeah. I know. You should I buy it. You can still buy it. You should just buy it. You can so buy you know. anything now. I know. You should show. You should buy it and show it up for Mother's Day. Where, <laughs> <laughs> Mom, look what I got. Uh, you, you can't control me, Mom. <laughs> just, just like finding music is so simple nowadays. Like even T-shirts are the same way. You know, yeah. you had much, to, yeah. Like you had to dig some of these shirts out. If you, f- I had like a twelve years of Maiden shirt that nobody had. It, like it had a bunch of Eddies on it. Yeah. Front. It was like the coolest fucking shirt ever. I yeah. can't find it anymore now. <laughs> yeah, but I had the Crash Course on Brain Surgery shirt, and like that was. I don't even know what deal. that shirt is. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah oh yeah, I know. It's gross, got the brain exposed. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, got the, it's a pus head drawing, and then there's yeah, this. It was white, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a cool blue sleeves or something. No, it was just white, just a white Metallica mm. shirt and Crash Course from Brain Surgery, and then it had the pus head skull with the brain exposed, and like there was like knives and forks. Yeah. All right, it's we're, we're talking bad. about T-shirts now. Well, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, why not? I talk about metal getting, T-shirts. Getting into the, 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 these three <laughs> albums, I think we were going to end up going sideways at some point. Yeah. I, had, I think I had a No Prayer for the Dying T-shirt, too. Really? Did you buy it at the show? I've always had a lot of Iron Maiden shirts. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think I actually if I, if, Iron Maiden if I did, right now. my dad did. <laughs> Yeah. Aside from Metallica, Iron Maiden's that I have the most shirts of of bands I've made. Huh. I have like six Maiden shirts. I have like two. So, yeah, I have two Maiden shirts too. Yeah, <laughs> both got like bought twenty at the last Metallica time. shirts. <laughs> oh my god! I started taking pictures of the Metallica shirts because I was bored. I've been digging them out. Like this one, I'm wearing them every single day. I wear a Metallica shirt because you know what's weird. I wore that shirt earlier this week. I found it in my closet. Really? I was like, hey, I remember the shirt. It's a shirt. Yeah, it's cool. Like all these just old Metallica shirts because you know. 
Fan club. Working from home, so yeah. Fan club, they used to get a t-shirt every year. Yep, anymore, this is though. the 2011 fan yep. club yep. t-shirt. So should we uh, regrade this yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, C plus. B minus. Yeah, I think B minus because it's better than the, the Queen Strike album, and I gave the Queen Strike album C plus, so <laughs> I say B minus. I'll uh, go on B minus too because I love yeah. this. It, and if it has something going for it, like most of these Testament albums, it's only forty minutes. That long. Fletcher Neville wrote a book. That's it. <laughs> that yeah, thirty nine minutes. I did notice that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah it's very short. Yeah, <laughs> thirty nine minutes is a short album to you. <laughs> yes. Well. Well. A short metal album. It's a short days. metal yeah. album. Yeah. All right. So we should move on to Iron Maiden. Oh. The headliner. Good album opener. It's a great yeah. song. Yep. Yeah. Uh, best one on the album. Yeah. No. Is it? I, I don't think so. I, I, think I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Wait, before you to go to go to um three twenty six, just so I can hear him go. Hey, 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 <laughs> He does it even better with live versions. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Thank you. So, if you don't know and you're listening to this podcast, you're dumb. But uh, vocals, Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> it's going to be their first guitar. time. You're actually going to say this? Dave Murray, Steve Harris on bass, Nick McBride on drums. And Yannick Gers on guitar, who replaced Adrian Smith. This is the first album without Adrian Smith. So, since and then Michael shows, since the first Michael album. Kenny on keyboards on keyboards. <laughs> Adrian Smith wasn't on the first album. Oh well, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. Uh, this is produced by Martin Birch, which is not surprising. No, yeah. um, I think it was really produced by Steve Harris. Yeah, and they. They said they wanted to do, go a little different route with the production. They recorded it in his barn. Mm-hmm. Which they have a name uh, for. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But Yeah. And uh, I think they all regret it at this point. <laughs> I know, isn't that I know where they still record, though? I, I think, think they've so. done I thought they improved it. Yeah. I Did mean, they? it's possible they've improved the barn and now record still in it. I know that they've done more than one album there, right? Was I, I don't know. I, th- I think the next album they did there, too. I thought there was something of like it was like a Rolling Stones. Yeah, it was the Rolling thing. Stones Mobile Studio. That yeah, used that's what it was. Steve Harris's property in Essex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and the, yeah, they, the first album I made them to record it in their home country since 1982's "Number of the Beast." Right. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about and, the barn. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that what you're about to read? No, no go ahead. I was going to say that Dickinson said this. Yeah, you're about to read the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, he oh, said yeah, it was yeah. shit. It was a shit-sounding record, and I wish we hadn't done it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the time, I was guilty as anyone in going, oh, great, look, we're all covered in straw. What a larf. What a larf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't their Holy Smoke video, it must yeah. have been filmed there, because they were all... Was oh. That was a terrible video. Mm-hmm. And I, that song, song... I don't like the song oh that God. much either. It sucks. Well, I mean, terrible. this album sucks, but... That song wasn't that good. I, I mean, I remember like I saw that video for the first time. Like, well, 
this is this, this is a video by a, yeah. a band that I, I listened to, and they're <laughs> they're they're playing a song yeah. that they, they that they wrote. Yeah, oh, how yeah. is this I, the follow up to Seventh Son? Oh, I know. How is that even possible? <clears throat> I know. That's they must have burned the fuck out. I mean, well, how was like, how was that Testament album the follow up to Practice with Your Yeah, it's very yeah. similar. Yeah, yeah. And even even them, Queen Strike. There's kind of a theme Empire on these the on this to... show. It's the yeah, yeah. <laughs> big expectations into uh, and, oh. yes, yeah, it yeah. is. All three of these are like what? Wait. I think I, so. This well, this album has the nostalgia thing for me because it was the first new Maiden album that I got a chance to get. And right. Yeah. So I listened to the hell out of it and. And I even knew at the time it wasn't as strong, but yeah, but I still have you know fond memories of yeah, it makes sense wearing out so that I th- tape. I think there's only really three like really bad songs. Like stinkers. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're probably right. And let me guess, yeah. Holy Smoke. Ho- Holy Smoke. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Hooks in You. Yeah. Oh yep. yeah. And Bring Your Daughter. Oh, yeah. Correct. Right. God. I mean, so I'm not a big fan of the assassin either, just because the chorus is so cheesy and mm-hmm. yeah. the lyrics are so dumb. But um, yeah. I like the music. You know, the, yeah, the music's fine, and uh, there's actually some really good songs on this album. Tailgunner, I think, stands up almost with any of their all-time stuff. I it think it's it yeah. doesn't stand up. It, it, it's a B-side for any of their old time. <laughs> It'd be cool to see them play live though these days. Like, I, I, cool. yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. That'd be cool. But yeah, I mean, Mother Russia is really good. I like Mother Russia's yeah. my favorite song. Yeah. I think it's the best song on here. Um, yes. I think I think Running Silent, Running Deep is great. Or Run Silent, Running Deep is probably that's, um, that that's on par with Tail Gunner, if you ask me. I think that's yeah, yeah. it's awesome. About, Absolutely. Well, they they have the the two war right. songs. What about Fate's Warning? Because I don't quite get how you name you know a lot of bands name their bands after their own <laughs> songs, right? I don't quite get when a band names a song after another band. I don't think that's what maybe happened. they never heard of Fate's Warning. Oh, I think they oh, might. <laughs> that song has a cool harmonized solo. In yeah, it, I didn't mind that it, song. I I actually wrote my note was it was um it's a rare moment where I forgot about the song, but I was surprised to like it like yeah. normally when i forget about a song i'm like oh yeah no, this good. was like no this is pretty good especially the, the home that solo Uh, Public Enema Number One is uh, obviously oh it's a horrible song title, but the song is good. Oh yeah, other than that line, and I think the 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 yeah, author in the uh, uh, Run to the Hills biography, mm-hmm. he the, the author shits on this album like so well. <laughs> well, but he really hated the name. Of the, he really hated the name of that that song, and I agree with yeah. him. That's a stupid I mean, fucking name. Stupid. It is a dumb name, but the chorus is really good on that song. Yeah, well, it's really catchy. Yeah. It's in my head a lot. One thing I noticed about this album, and they mentioned it on Wikipedia, is, um, you know, 
Dickinson goes for more of a raspy vocal mm-hmm. style on this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I found the songs I liked more are when it's more classic Bruce, like when it's his doing the, you know, clean style vocals and it's not as raspy and I guess operatic you could call it. But I found myself liking that stuff more than the like the raspy stuff. I guess just because I don't know, it wasn't. As, yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's more. More classic Maiden. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. The title track on this album is fine. It's good, but it's, it's, good. Uh, it's quite uh, forgettable. I mean, it's it, for a title track for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I like the song though. I I, I don't I, I don't think I skip anything on the album when I, when I do listen to it, but um, yeah, it, it fits right. Hooks in. and you. <laughs> it's short. I think. I mean. Oh, oh so bad. this is the only uh, album, Iron Maiden album, to not have a song over six minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good call. Yeah. I didn't. I, I researched hard on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting, though. I mean, there's no like epic. The the most epic song is is Mother Russia, which is it's a good song, but it's, and it's it is the most epic of any song on this. But uh, it's the best song on the album. Yeah. You think? Oh yeah, I, I would definitely would say that. Yeah. yeah. No, really. Yeah, I mean, I like it a lot. I don't know. It's it's one of the. I mean, it or Tell Gunner. I don't think anything else in this. I would. I don't know. I think Run Silent, Running Deep. That's a, that's that's, a really that's right up there too. Yeah. I, would, I, think, I, I just think about the Russia has the most maiden feel for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Play, play. Can you play some of Run Silent, Running Deep? Yeah. So this is the submarine song, right? Yes. And then the same year, earlier in the year, Bruce put out his solo album. It had a song Dive, Dive, Dive. <laughs> and I don't know what its fascination with submarines. Well, Hunt for, Hunt for Red October came out that same year. Huh. Maybe you just know. Know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you read the book. Yeah, maybe. Harris does this cool galloping bass part. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah, that's really cool. Just doing like this fifth and the octave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... It's we, we we already kind of said it, but it's not. This is not Seven Sun. This is not no. you know anything <laughs> close no. to any Bruce album uh, up to that point. But there are some good songs on the album, and yeah. I wouldn't. I'm not going to shit on the album and say it's god awful. No, um, what, it's just schizophrenic. What, it doesn't know what it is. Yeah, there's these songs that are like, oh, that's classic Maiden. That's great. And then there's fucking bring your daughter to the slaughter. And you're like, Ugh. what the hell happened? Hooks in you. Hooks in you is the worst, right? Hooks in you is might be the worst Maiden song ever. (laughs) I mean, it's it's unbelievably bad. Like, how can you have? Who who wrote that one? It's got to be Janik, right? No, I hope so. No, he didn't write anything on this. uh, He didn't write anything on this album. No, Adrian Smith. What? Yeah, because the end. The end sounds like oh, the end. Yeah, 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 it's clairvoyant. Yeah. Yeah, I texted you guys about that. I was like, "What does the end sound like? It's driving me crazy." And I knew it was something. I, it was on the tip uh, of my tongue, song. but I knew I knew Tim was going to get it in two seconds. <laughs> as he always does. And I, what's funny is I listened to it. I was like, "That's something off Seven Sun." And I went and back yeah. and and I guess I didn't do clairvoyant for whatever reason. But yeah, I'll play that because it was so clear. Play that again and just listen to his I've got those uh. <laughs> Listen to that I've got those, uh. 
It's very now you're a man. Yeah. And it's followed up with Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter, which is Yeah, just back to back shit. Which here's what I'll get about that song. That was a Bruce Dickinson song. And Steve Harris said it was good enough to be a maiden song and he wanted to put it on the album. God. How? How is that possible? Didn't we play the <laughs> other version? Um Did we did we talk about this on the single or the uh Bruce Dickinson album? I don't. I th- I think we mentioned the song. I don't think we. Is there? A, there's a different version. Yeah, this was supposed to go on. Well, it was. It was written for a Friday the Thirteenth soundtrack. Oh, that's right. And then it didn't. That's right. Get used or it was put somewhere else on the. It was supposed to be the main. Or song Nightmare Before wasn't it? Night, wasn't Nightmare on Elm Street? One of those. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, and then like Nightmare on Elm Street six or something. <laughs> so, uh, uh, it, it didn't get used, obviously, and then because Steve Harris wanted it for the Maiden album. And Bruce agreed, but then um, Bruce and Yannick and the band they rec- recorded their own version of it, and it's not good either. It's worse, that, actually. I mean, sure. how could it be? Yeah. If you, I don't know if you can find it on Spotify. Might be on YouTube. It's probably on YouTube. Probably. Um, I don't hate the song as much as you guys, but it's not <laughs> good. Made the song. It's not as bad as Hooks and You. No, that's true. And they played it live yeah. when we saw them. Mm-hmm. So Let's see. it's on the yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, it was Nightmare on Elm Street 5, Dream Street. It's worse. Sometimes, guys, you gotta have them reined in by their, their buddies <laughs> in the band. Yeah. Left to their own accord, they get embarrassing. Yeah. Ooh, harmonized. Yeah. Is there somebody speaking it in the background there too? Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bring your Dota. Bring your. I mean, I'm sure it's him. I guess that's to be creepy sounding. Yeah. I guess. It's funny if those two. I mean, that those two in Holy Smoke. If they were on the um, on the album, it'd be like a <laughs> thirty minute long album. But still, yeah, it'd be better. It'd be a lot better. The f- Mama, we said it before. You could take the best of this and the best of No Prayer for the Dying. Or, or sorry, fear, uh, fear, of the fear, dark. The, fear of the Dark. Stick them together. It'd be a good album. It'd be a pretty good album. I listen to Fear of the Dark just because I, I always go back and go, which one is better? No Prayer for the Dying is better than Fear of the Dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You really? Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, I've so, always thought yeah. that. I listened to all of Fear of the Dark the other day and I was like, this album is boring. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so boring. <laughs> like, I mean, there's like only three good songs on the album. It's pretty. pretty uh, I'll be. Yeah, yeah. You're. I think you're right. I, it's. It's. He has a weird effect for it. At a very, very. You know, he was at a tender moment in his life when he got tender there. moment of my life. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I might, I might challenge. You know, some of those. Jesus. No, I, I remember this, we talked I'm, about this before. I'm looking at the. the we talked about everything we've. Is talked it the about first two songs many, and the last song? Is that the only? Uh, pretty much because yeah. that's well, even worse. Afraid to shoot Stranger No, from here to yeah, eternity, I don't sh- like. Oh, I like that song. It's afraid to shoot strangers. Be quick or be dead are good. I didn't like from here to eternity. So basically, I, I don't even like Fear of the Dark. I think that is the album version is so different boring. too than the live version. The live version version is always good. It's just overplayed. Yeah, that's fun. I really to wish they were playing that every goddamn song they play every time they played. Wouldn't you if you had the crowd reaction that that song gets? Yeah, I mean really. it's it's yeah. yeah it's hard to argue. I don't for for me the apparition. Uh, you mentioned that God. before. 
and I listened to that song and I was like, this is not good. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, I mean, I don't want to go off and I, 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 listen, reviewing this album. I this have I have that album on tape. Or I had road, that so. album on tape. I about I doubt I do anymore. So I have not listened to that album myself. In it we'll might go back and years. Years. that might have been the first CD Iron Maiden CD I got. Because hmm. I don't think I remember the day you got that, Joe. Because I was with you. We went to like Waxy Maxi or something. We and we, I think we were at your like uncle's house or something, and we went oh, out. You your were car down the street from me, right next to Keith's house. I don't know if you ever knew. It that. was you know, if you know if you were at Waxy Maxie's was nowhere close to me. Well, we usually no, went I don't to, remember. to uh, Herndon to get that. Was no. it back Kent Mill? Whatever the thing was, Kent Mill was over on by Woods Herndon. I don't remember the name of those stores. I don't remember, but I know we were we we ended up at your uncle's house, and then you were like we we talked for like two seconds, and we left. We we're like we got to go listen to this album, and we went to your car and listened to the album. Yeah, that sounds right. We just sat in your car and listened to the album. I was like, okay, this is okay. I this guess. is an album. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is an album by a band that I enjoy playing it's songs not, that and inside you're going, oh no, <laughs> no, it's going away. Like, Come on, please be better than the last album. Oh, it's worse. How's that possible? Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> and it only got worse from there. I know. We thought they were dead. Like, yeah, well, that, that was it. They're done. They, Tickets yeah. is gone. They were done. But I, li- I listened to Book of Souls today, and goddamn, that album was good. That's a great album. And I listened to um. Um, shit, why am I blanking? Um, the one with world. the tanks on it. The, <laughs> the, the, tanks oh, on the Benjamin Briggs album. The, uh, uh, the, no, uh, uh, Life and Death. No. Yeah, Matter, yeah, Matter of Life and Death. Death. That's Matter a good album. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. The song is like, a little too long, but it's Which one album. has Passchendaele? That's, um... Dance of... That's the, a Dance Macabre. Dance of Death. Whatever. Dance okay. of Death. Yeah. I think that's the best song on that album, now. Definitely. Oh, for sure. I didn't know until we saw... It's the only good song on that album. I didn't know until we saw the Iron Maidens... What, Final Frontier. It's not on Final Frontier. No, it's it's uh, Dance of Death. Pretty sure. Okay. We saw. Yeah, the, it's on Dance. We of saw Death. the Iron Maidens, sure. and the the singer said that's her favorite song. I know. We're like, what the fuck is wrong song. with her? And then they played it. And we're like, oh, it's a pretty fucking good song. It's, it's a great <laughs> song. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Maiden with Bruce. It's it, well, I was gonna say it's hard to go hard to uh, can't go wrong, but you can go wrong. Clearly, you can go um, wrong. Well, when he's not. You could tell he was not into it anymore. Yeah, yeah especially for sure. He, well, dark, I mean, so. you could tell things. You know, the entire industry was changing, and mm-hmm. the entire like the entire public was kind of going sour on their entire genre. I mean, yeah. it's crazy to think that you know, like Maiden is just one of those bands that was going to make it through no matter what. But mm-hmm. you know, none of us knew that at the time. No. They didn't even either. So. They kind of became Spinal Tap. They really, well, I wouldn't, I'd say they. For them, like know, playing <laughs> these huge arenas in the 80s and early 90s to. Doing club shows with, when they were with, uh, what's Bailey? his face? Yeah. Bailey, yeah. Bailey, Bailey, yeah. I mean, it, it, that is definitely a step down. And you know what? They fucking did that for four fucking years. And reading some interviews with, with uh, Steve, you know, he's just like, hey, you know, it was kind of cool. You know, getting to have that kind of personal experience again. Yeah. Because, you know, we hadn't had that in 20 fucking years. And, you know, thankfully, <laughs> you know, that didn't last too long. <laughs> well, I feel like they purposely went back to kind of, quote unquote, their roots with mm-hmm. this album, with No Prayer for the Dying. And they, I know they wanted to make it sound more raw. And mm-hmm. Dickens's voice was a little more not as operatic. So I think they purposely went back and said, you know, let's try something 
different here and, and sound like, you know, maybe Killers era. Yeah. Maiden. Um, and, and like Keith, you were saying, it's, they were also competing with what was happening in the nineties. Like, you know, music was changing. And, so and, much fucking better than this album. Oh yeah. <laughs> when, I, you put, I, when you put I, it like I next to another the album, is better than this album. Yeah. It's not. No. But <laughs> the first album. No, go back and listen to it. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, every every album before this album. Is better. <laughs> well. Yeah, I can honestly I'd say I've never listened to that Virtual X from start to finish. No, I've so never. I can't tell you. I have no, such I trouble listening to his voice. Yeah. 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 It just bad. doesn't fit. Exactly. You're so yeah. used to Maiden with that voice. So. Well, it's just cheesy. Anyway. And I got tired of Even shitting on him because apparently, after reading that biography of the band, he's like a seems like he's a really good guy. So I was like, "Well, yeah. fuck it." And then he got a, he got a lot of shit for for being in the band, you know. Yeah. So, I but bet. he's turning he's turning into a solo career. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, from what I hear, I won't ever own any of his albums. No. <laughs> Sorry. And plus, what are you going to say? I'm not going to do it if you're offered the gig. But right. hey, I mean, hey, let's face it. The last gig they played, they played three of his tunes, so he gets some money from that. You know, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so. Yeah, and they sound way better with Bruce. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, they sounded fucking phenomenal. Man. Yeah, I was just like, you know, what was it uh, the Nomad and uh, no, they well, you talking about not the, the Nomad, the Blaze Bailey song? Yeah, Sign they, of the they Cross, Clansman, 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 and yeah, Sign yeah. of the Cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clansman yeah. uh, with a C. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, there any other notes on this album you guys have? Like, um, yeah, I was just looking at specific songs. I was looking at the uh, the length. It's only f- about four or five minutes longer than the Testament album, mm-hmm. but this album feels longer, and and I don't mean in a bad way, but it just right. The, the, yeah, the I Testament think the song just sounds bit. like like I said, it sounds like three songs. With it's it's just mostly yeah. one long song. Yeah, yeah, it's very samey. This one has some, at least some variety. Yeah. Um, the album cover. Did you notice the uh, remastered edition? The remaster, yeah, that, that, it's different. Yeah, I, that's something that's so subtle, but it's not. They, they, yeah, the original. Of course, we remember the original with the uh, Eddie strangling the dude, the, the guy, yeah, who apparently is drawn to look like their ma- band manager, uh, Rod yeah. Smallwood. Oh, that's and he didn't like it apparently, <laughs> so they they changed. It. They, they just basically yeah. took him off of there on the uh, remastered version. I think the remaster looks better. It's not as, yeah, because it's, it's kind of goofy. goofy having him choke the, some dude. Yeah, and it's I don't know. It's not a great album cover anyway. No, it's not no. bad. It's pretty generic for them. So it's, it's I mean it's, it's not as bad album, I guess. <laughs> the Final Frontier is probably their worst album cover. Yeah, that one's really. What is going on there? Oh no, yeah. no, I'm sorry. The Virtual X or the <laughs> oh yeah yeah the yeah. one after that. The X Factor. Like the, the X Factor. That one looks like yeah. it, it looks Oof. like a bad. It looks like um. It's like claymation. That eighty-eight, yeah, Megadeth album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It yeah, looks like yeah. what Primus was trying to do in a video in nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> Dance of Death is pretty bad too. Oh, bad. yeah, I forgot about That's that bad. one. That's really bad too. Okay, it's easy to scroll through on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not great. Book of Souls is cool. Book of Souls is oh, cool. Yeah. It's great. Matter of Life and Death is cool. Final Frontiers, yeah, got that weird monster. He's cool. I don't like that. You think it's too? It's just too far. It's too far removed from what Eddie's supposed to be. Yeah, turned yeah. into like that's not Eddie. Well, it's the a space Eddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like two no, feet taller than space Eddie. Yeah. No, that's the guy who travels through space. 
This is a well, space monster, Eddie. He doesn't belong. Who would win in a fight between out of here. Stranger in a Strange Land, Eddie, and oh, the Final and Frontier monster? Sounds like somebody should be joining the Legacy of the Beast. Get <laughs> on. I've tried that game. It's too right. fucking confusing. I don't know what. I got to get different colored crystals and make shards and then combine them. I played. Yeah, I played that for a little while. Like, what the fuck uh, is going yeah. on here? I still play it every single day and have been for probably the last four years. So. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. Is there? Can you? You can't beat it, can you? There's no way no, to beat it, right? No, because it's just it, it's not beatable. It's a matter of, like the reward is you get more eddies, and it I've would be got cool. The majority but, of them, you but know? you have to like right right now. Right now, for some reason, and get. I, let me ask you guys. Right now, they just had clans get created and i joined a clan and my clan is okay with the scene and the first the first raid boss that you can beat is odin where the fuck does odin fit into any of iron maiden's material doesn't that's uh no. that's death metal that's, that's isolated death metal okay raid boss number yeah. two got released like i don't know a month ago baphomet yeah uh. No, Ven- no. Venom, maybe? They're, uh, yeah, they probably one played shows another, Venom. Right now, they've just opened the fact that you can buy Odins if you, you know, spend money. And, uh, no, I'm not Have you spent Maybe they handed the over the management of that to someone else. Uh, well, I, no Maiden or something. You know, well, no. He, oh, trust me. I've been playing the goddamn game since almost release. And, uh, definitely with, with the creations of some of the Eddies that exist. They definitely don't know Iron Maiden at all. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, on that note, should should we <laughs> should we grade this thing? Um. Yeah. It's a B. What? I'm going D. <laughs> oh my I will god! Give it the no lowest, I will give it the lowest I've That's, given anything. You're by you're far not it's, a fair curve. It's 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 the best album that we talked about tonight. I think I'll give it a B minus. I would say it's the, easily the worst by far. What? Uh, you're in your Queensryche album's better than this album? He's in his yeah. fuck you Lars mode. Oh my god. I think it's a yeah, C. Yeah, I, I, I going into it I was prepared to give it like a D or a C, but I actually enjoyed it better or more than I thought I would. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I went into this figuring I was going to be dreading the fact that I am the one who said, "Hey, let's do these three. And uh, <laughs> I really no, was they- surprised. I was really surprised. How much I, I was really loving Testament. Queensryche, I was really surprised that there were a couple songs that really made me be like, yeah, and really surprised how <laughs> much of that album could go by without me even realizing I was supposed to be listening to something. Yeah. And then <laughs> this album happened, and I was like, God, I really wish I wasn't listening to this. Oh no, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's still Maiden, and it's still that's why. That's why we have Keith here, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's my... he's a life serial Mikey kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hard because it's the follow up to Seventh Son. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, man, that, I mean, that's hard. Yeah. The, fo- the follow up to you know we've said this all night. The follow up to what if you know, practice what you preach? What if this album yeah, had been? What if it was a? Um, not like considered an album. Like, what if they put like it out an like EP or something? As extras or something, you know, or like a an EP, an extended EP. Yeah, it'd be. Which is that's extended extended play, isn't it? Right. I'd probably look at it a little more favorable, especially if you took off three songs. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I try to do when I grade these albums. I I don't I try not to 
and it's hard not to, but try not to incorporate their other work into it. Just kind of this music, this album as a whole. Like, and there was yeah, by itself. The, and you, what is it? I remember looking forward to this too when it came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, well, I, I liked it a lot when it came out, though. But I did the same for Souls of Black. I liked Souls of like, Black. Yeah, I Souls of Black rules. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot it's too. It's just yeah, as good yeah. as all the rest of them. That, that one hasn't yeah. held up nearly as well for me as this album has. And really, and that, yeah. I, this hmm. is a better album. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's about the same for me. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I, I think that there's enough songs on this album that I would, you know, you take three songs off and it's a it's a decent album. I don't know. For me, Tail, gu- Tail Gutter and Mother Russia. <laughs> You can pretty much erase the rest. No. Yeah, run silent, run deep. You didn't play any uh, Mother Russia. You should play some, Eric. I didn't? I thought I did. Did you? You played a little oh. bit. But this is classic Maiden. Yeah, this sounds very Seventh Son. Mm-hmm. But it's also sounds Russian. Yeah, it yeah. does. It sounds Russian. This part uh-huh. is very Russian. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tetris it speeds up. It's uh, <laughs> I looked up what that song is. Um, I like the drums here. But like, I don't know how to play that. he's doing the thing where it's like I hat off, 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 off beat a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. part of it too. Yeah, it has that feel. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little different for them. It's definitely and, and, uh, a maiden closer too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. yeah. So it's kind of Alexander the Great ish. Yeah. Can you play some of the song called uh, Kal- Kalinka? K A L I N K A. It's on YouTube. Uh, sure. By what band? Russia. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it reminds me of, and I think they they intentionally. Well, I mean, Russia owned all music, you know, in the communist rule. It's like. All music written by anyone is owned by the people. This is the quintessential Russian song. Yeah, I got you. You know what what I mean? There, there's a there's yeah, slow that down, slow that down, and that's yeah, it could be Mother Russia. Yep, I don't really have the words to ex- express because it's, <laughs> it's a Russian thing, right? Yeah. We don't, it's, it's what's what's that style now known as? I don't know. <laughs> no, what, I what, what mode are they using in the scales to, to get that? Sound, but it's you are Russian I'm from French. <laughs> That's I think that might be pre communist. This is Marxist by, by a few centuries. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dimitri, I don't know how to end yeah, the show. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, took, I took Russian history. What was That's it? 20, I, thought, I thought you would have fucking five years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how long? 25. That's don't don't remember the specifics. Like Sorry, it's been a long time. It's less than when this album came out. No, it's no. Not. Wait, is yes. it? Yes. <laughs> no, we're that. Oh wait. Yeah, wait. it is. Thirty years. We're doing thirty year anniversaries of albums. It had to be because yes. you weren't in college yet. 
just came out. <laughs> That's how I helped, that helped me with my math quickly there. <laughs> yeah, I took history of Russia in my sophomore year of college. Condoleezza Rice made she got a doctorate in Russian literature, which is yeah. like, why the fuck is there a doctorate for that? Yeah, what do you do with that? Condoleezza Rice is nice. <laughs> I prefer. I prefer. On that note, we should end the show. So <laughs> yes. So this is pretty much outro music. The, the worst set of uh, albums we've <laughs> we've reviewed yet. Well, yeah, we're running out of albums. We're running out of good albums. Wow. Yeah, there's still some. There's there's still oh, one there, big there's one. There's one I think, great right? one there's, that you guys are stupid biggie. that you don't like. What? What are you talking what? about? We don't like. <laughs> Which one? I'm talking about a certain um, one. You're not talking a, about Megadeth. A certain a predic vocalist that. Uh, oh, King Diamond. Oh, King Diamond. Oh. <laughs> well, we, we can talk about that next episode. Yeah. Yeah, the eye. Yeah, the eye, yeah. yeah. I'd also uh, like to consider going back an extra 10 years and do. Hey, 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 hey we made- can talk about this after we finish and close the goddamn show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, let's. We can always clip that part out. Please. Energy, <laughs> energy <laughs> so There. Power to it's a <laughs> vulgar display. Why not have a tease? Yeah, we could have a tease. I want to go back an extra 10 years and talk about it. What do you want to talk about? Is that in, a good in enough of tease? 80? Yeah. In 80? What, what 80 album do you want uh, to talk well, about? Well, let's play the outro. Back in black? We'll <laughs> play the outro and we'll talk about it after the show. Uh, yeah, yeah go, go for it. I'm, I'm down. Energy. Energy. Aggression. Power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. We say things to people that mean something. I mean, in our own little way. Ricky, quick. Will you try to think my puzzles? <laughs> the human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the most important thing. So now we're in hidden track mode. Hidden track mode. Hidden track mode. <laughs> Lick my do mode. I'd like to discuss Iron Maiden's first album. Oh, oh. that's a great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's probably some other eighty albums we could talk about. Uh, yeah. Too, I mean, I oh like yeah. I'm sure. sure. Wasn't Jesus um, Christ? I mean, I didn't even think. I mean, I was kind of joking, but wasn't Back in Black? Wasn't that an eighty album? I think so. I think it was, was that 81. I think, I think it was I don't know, you might be right. Um let's see what else Blizzard of Oz. What else came out that year? Are you looking to? Blizzard back in black back in black was eighty, by the way. Okay. Blizzard of, Oz. Yeah. Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Oh, Blizzard, Wizard Blizzard. of Oz. Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> Not Wizard of Oz. Uh, British Steel. Jesus. Oh, this British Steel. A, Heaven and Hell. Ace of Space. Oh my god. Lightning to the Nations? Yeah, we should yeah, definitely who's that? do these. Who's Lightning to the Nation? Uh, Diamond oh, Diamond Head. Head. Diamond Head, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Samson. Dead. They had the... Si- on through the talk night. to Samson. Samson talk head to Samson. on. Wasn't that the album with uh, Man Watcher? <laughs> oh, oh, maybe. <laughs> Did, <laughs> Metal Church had that on in 80? What? No. Who says... Take that? it like a man. Yeah, that God, that uh, Dead Kennedys, Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables. <clears throat> Circle Jerks, Permanent Sex. 
Black Flag, Jealous Again. Oh, this is 80s. Maybe I, I got to make sure I'm right here. Yeah, 1980. So uh, British Steel was 79. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking oh. at newly, newly formed bands. Metal Church was in that list. Sorry. Oh, okay. This they is... were formed in 80. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Except, I don't know me. I mean, there's a band called Bitch that formed it. Oh. Angel Witch. Angel Witch. <laughs> Angel Witch. Fake Venom. <laughs> on through, Angel the, Witch. On, Angel on through Witch. the Night by Def Leppard. <laughs> yeah, that's a good album. Yeah, it's good. Oh, British Steel did come out that year. What the fuck? That's, so a, that's a very important album. Well, it's a Thin Lizzy album, but. Yeah. I didn't know they were Chinatown? still around in It's not a bad album. Yeah, Chinatown. Yeah. Tigers of Pantang. Oh, wait. Woo-hoo. Oh, Blizzard no, of Oz. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, Blizzard of Oz. Yeah, yeah Blizzard of Oz. That's a biggie. It is. Women yeah, and Children I mean, First. Blizzard of Spaz, Ace of Spades. Yeah. Gary uh, Moore. the Scorpions album. Didn't he? The Scorpions album isn't that bad. Isn't he? Let's not talk Didn't about listen? Scorpions. <laughs> well, we animal, animal magnetism. Yeah, I mean, we got to come up with something else because there's not really much else from 90. Somehow Budgie put out one and a half albums that year. <laughs> Def Leppard, did you say them? Yeah, I did. Yeah. On to the night. It's a good album. It's good. Their first album. Girl School. Definitely. <laughs> we, should, but we can talk about Definitely. that. You know. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, it was Definitely. so rare to have women in. Metal. Oh, Ted, Mo- Ted Nugent. Ah, uh, Yeah, we're not doing that. No. I think it's COVID. Kiss Unmasked. Well, there's, there's a you lot know, Gene, of We could take the makeup <laughs> off. I think you're, oh, you're crazy. I, I think you're nuts. nuts. Hey, Gene, I was thinking. You know, we could take the makeup <laughs> off. <laughs> I think you're crazy. I think you're nuts. <laughs> but what if we take the makeup off? Right. You're crazy. Uh, you're nuts. Guys, I mean, you guys know this crap more than I do, but uh, this states that Dennis Stratton quit and was replaced by Adrian Smith. But they didn't. I thought they kicked him out. Um, I think they did. Yeah, I mean, it says leaves, but he was uh, not fitting in. Yeah, he, he wanted to go yeah. more of the classic rock. He style, was right. He just didn't. Yeah, it, it was songwriting issues. I think mainly with him. I can't remember. I don't know. Eric's got the book. You should look that up. You could do a primer do. if we do that album. You could yeah. do some studying. I don't know. Women and Children First is that a good Van Halen album? Van Halen album. Uh, it's, uh, I didn't see that. It's fine. Notice it. Oh, UFO had an album out that year too. That might be worth listening yeah. to. Oh, Ooh, and the Cradle of Rock. That's a good song. Plasmatics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good song. I'm surprised it's listed in the uh, Wendy. Wendy Williams is that her name? Wendy yes. Williams. Doesn't yeah, it look like that's Wendy that big of a Van Halen album. I don't know. I, yeah, no. I, don't, I mean, and the Cradle of Rock. Those might funny. be their best songs, and nobody ever fucking plays them on the radio. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yeah, it might be really good. Who knows? Crocus. Oh, Let's no. not do no, Crocus. No, I can't. We're, believe we're almost Crocus done with ninety, got... and we're we're halfway through the year, so yeah. we're gonna need some yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. a, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff left for ninety. It's just a little bit not you know, not. I mean, let's face it. We got the Megadeth album. That, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's like Sanctuary. It's good. Um, flotsam. It's good. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, sure. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I wouldn't. It sucks that you know I didn't. I missed the last episode, which we discussed my number one of the year. But <laughs> oh, I meant to say that. that I was meant my to, number one also. <laughs> I meant to mention that. Hey, we didn't have you on the last episode where we talked about Slayer, and now we're going to talk about three albums that are subpar. <laughs> now that you're back, you're welcome. <laughs> Isn't that why I got the job? <laughs> what would you like to say about Slayer now that you're back? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> there you go. Cool. <laughs>